Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Live from Cleveland. <laughs> Hello, Cleveland! All right, let's turn it up to 11 today. It's Friday, it's July 7th, and it's National Rock and Roll Day. Bring it on, Carrie. Let's hear the rock and roll. And every Assembly of God pastor on the planet is rolling over in his grave. That's uh, that's ever passed at that time. Because Petra wasn't that good. Well, okay, we're talking so, about Kiss's version. Well, well, no, Petra's version. But uh, Dave, you, I mean, you and I were doing youth ministry when the, the whole the, the the Assembly of God was fighting back against the rock and roll and all that mm-hmm. stuff, and it was all this. And it's it's well, you they know, had to take yeah. a number. And get get in line behind us fundamentalists, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember so. when I went to Bible college in 1978, 79, um, in Springfield, Missouri. I got in trouble for listening to Keith Green. I had to what? go to discipline committee. Yeah, yeah. Keith, I was Keith listening Green. To my, I was listening to my Keith Green eight track, and my dorm mom came in and walked into my room. I'm like, Fonzie, uh, you ever heard of knocking? And he's like, Dave, what are you listening to? I'm like. Keith Green, and he yanked my eight track out of the play. What are you doing? You know, and he says, "Dude, you can't listen to this." And I had to go to discipline committee and uh, make my argument, and I got fifty demerits for Whoa. listening to questionable music. And you're only allowed a hundred demerits in a semester, and they kick you out, send you home. Wow. Yeah, Whoa. fifty for listening to Keith Green. Oh man. So you think the uh, the AGs were bad? Let me trust me, dude. And they were right. They were right down the street from a Central Bible College. Was the Assembly of God College, and we were BBC. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Oh my goodness. So yeah, because Keith Green doesn't seem like a real threat. To oh me. no. As like you know, so it, apparently he he was to the Baptists. So I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I mean, if you tried to play Keith Green during a worship service now, if if our worship community say, "Hey, let's do a Keith Green song," most people would say, "Snoozer, come on." <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah, right? right. It, because it's it's just so different. I mean, the world that we live in now. I mean, okay, so what's your favorite kind? What was your favorite, like, in that area? So Keith Green, what else was your, like, your favorite kind of music when you were, you know? Christian music? Yeah. S- second chapter of Acts. Second chapter of Acts. I was Acts. a huge, huge second chapter of Acts. I still am. Right. Uh, every once in a while, uh, Gary will play on the... Um, the the flashback the you rewind, call it flash, yeah. flashback what do you call the rev it rev rewind rewind yeah, rev yeah. Rewind. yeah. Uh, one of the second chapter of Acts songs will come on I have to pull over I'm just bawling like a baby yeah love it love it love it so James what about you when I was a teen yeah what well, your favorite Christian music and oh, oh man Striper, I had a right? I had a playlist it was Striper Holy Soldier Baron Cross DC Talk uh, Michael W Smith Amy Grant I mean it was it was a uh, it was a mix yeah, yeah. right now so I I I grew up you know in my faith. I, I so I went from doing all secular music, right? So, you know, I'm 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 playing, you know, Bob Marley, you know, in the bars, <laughs> and I get saved, and now I'm 
now I'm I'm listening to so the first the first very very first CD that I had was Russ Taft, yes. and, and it was it was actually cassette, and I was given a, another cassette of Halo, nice. Um, nice, which was kind of a metal. So it was like this little country folk guy and this metal, <laughs> that's cool. uh, this this rock and roll, <laughs> and so that was that's that was my introduction to Christian music, and then I ran across this I heard. I heard music on the radio station that I was had in my car, and that's how I got connected with Christian Radio, and that's how I got connected right. to Calvary Chapels. Yeah. I actually got connected to Calvary Chapels through a guy named Nick Mann who handed me those two cassettes after I was saved and said, here, listen to this, and Halo had come through town and played a concert, which like 10 people went to, um, but it, they, but the radio station was part of a little Calvary Chapel plant, right. and that's how I got connected, and nice. I ended up working for... Um, Calvary Chapel, Costa Mesa, right? Um, and uh, for oh, in radio and stuff like that. That's how I started huh. in radio, um, which th- was through music. You know, yeah, so cool. my first so, yeah. taste of sort of metal, uh, Christian metal, was Daryl Mansfield. Oh, Daryl and, and Glenn, uh, man. Yep. So they, yeah, and so yeah, I loved Res Band. Uh, wow. Anyhow, so Daryl, the Daryl Mansfield band was playing at our Calvary Chapel in Southern California, Hosanna and Bellflower. And um, I was the youth pastor, and so Gary, the pastor, said, hey, I want you to introduce the night, you know, because there's going to be a lot of youth. And I'm like, I don't even know if I like Christian metal, but okay, whatever. So I open in prayer, and I introduce the band, and I sat down, and uh, who came out first was Jeff Nicholson. They, They opened with Thunder and Lightning. So Jeff comes out, and he's just doing his bass line and it's just like rumbling through the whole sanctuary and then greg came out and sat at the drums and he started doing his thing on the cymbals i'm sitting in the front row watching these guys going where is this going i was so skeptical and i looked up and realized that they were both crying and that i'm getting choked up and that Jeff was praying while he was playing. Then Eric came out and started doing the lead guitar, and then out walks Daryl and does his thing, and I was sold from then on out. I thought, these guys are for real. And the more I got to know all of them personally and behind stage and and, and all of that, uh, and realizing these guys aren't putting on a show. This is their life. This is for real. And and I met some Christian groups, you know, artists. You have too, you oh, know, yeah, guys. Yeah. That you know, backstage, you're like, whoa, who? What's this? You know, it's like this is this is just an act for you, and it's just your vibe or whatever. Uh, but when you met when you met those guys that were for real, you know, the Keith Greens, um, the Daryl Mansfields, and and his whole band. I mean. They were saw the cry. I'll, I'll tell you a funny story about the cry. They weren't metal, of course. Oh no! But um, folksy rock. Um, meeting those guys backstage and praying with them and watching them weep. It was the same with Daniel Amos. Um, we did a concert with Daniel Amos. Um, my my mom and my wife both made this big supper for them before the concert. And um, we went backstage to pray, and they're just weeping and praying for the people that are coming into the concert that night. And it was just, it was so cool to see that there were so many Christian artists that were absolutely genuine, authentic. We want to see people soundly saved. It's you know, awesome that you said that about yeah. the cry because when you said the cry, I, I did listen to them as well, and I was like, "Oh no!" But I'm, I'm glad yeah, they were. They were. Uh, they still are. I love those yeah. guys. And yeah. I, yeah. I actually would kick myself if I didn't mention Petra because Petra was not only something that was on my 
always playlist, but that was the first concert I ever went to was nice. the Get On Your Knees tour. Nice. And because nice. I'd never been to a concert, uh, I didn't understand why it was so loud I had to plug my ears to hear it. <laughs> and I also didn't understand why everyone wasn't just sitting. I was enjoying my seat and I had to stand up to see it with my ears plugged. And But it still was awesome. I enjoyed right? it so much. Yeah. They, yeah. Put, they put on a good good evening of yeah music. they did i you know um so i went so pete nelson um who was the you know was part of the cry he was a guitarist for the cry um yeah he and i went to school together good brother yeah great good. great brother um yeah been through some horrible things in his life except you know? that he didn't have that great french canadian accent no he didn't he was the, he was the only english boy in the group yeah he was yeah uh oh my you know, so. hey speaking of great music i think we would be it's a friday program we're, we're about halfway through but um we would be remiss to not mention that coming up is church in the park yep we also have our summer concert series. we do there's some great stuff happening around here and, and you want to talk about real people right that love jesus um so we've got so our summer concert series so on the 13th of August, we have in the evening, uh, it's a Sunday night, we have uh, Water Springs is going to be doing a concert that night uh, with the original music and a time of worship and, and waiting on the Lord. And then we have, uh, after the next weekend, uh, the th- uh, we have the Will and Crystal Yates are going to be here, um, and they're connected with uh, people in songs and these are the real deal. And then, of course, we have Justin Gambino, who's also going to be here. He's, he's a in, crowd inside. favorite around oh, here. Oh, yeah. And Justin, Everybody I love Justin, Justin and his heart for people, man. I, he and I were talking about his new album, and uh, it, it, it's amazing. He's actually going to be, uh, his producer's coming with him nice. to do some to some uh, music with him. So it was, it was really, really good. So Justin's amazing. Really appreciate him. I love him. on his social media about 25% of the time, he's wearing a Water Springs shirt. Love Revival shirt. starts here. Love yeah. up and out now. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So love him. Uh, but these are real guys. You know, it's funny. I was in the I was in the green room the other day. You know, when we have people come through, we have them sign a poster. We hang it in the green room, right? And I was looking at those, and I was looking, you know, some of these folks, man, I'd have back 100 times to oh, do ministry course. with. And yeah. some of them, I don't think I'd ever have back again. Yeah. And uh, you learn you learn a lot about being when you're around people when they're not on the on the platform. And and I, I've always been I've always been dumbfounded as a as a Christian artist myself. Um, like when when the real deal is missing, you know? Yeah. Like when they're 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 angry or upset and then they go out and they put on this Jesus face and things like that. And you're just like, oh man, that's just so that's so wrong. Yeah. Um and so I'm really excited for these summer concerts that are coming up. Uh so today is rock and roll day and we do have other questions and comments. If you want to uh you know, if you've got a question or comment, it's Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. We'd love to hear from you. It is Friday. It's it's officially summer in Idaho, and so it's over tomorrow. Uh, so uh, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but um, it it felt like it was going to snow on the Fourth of July. I don't know if you guys did. You guys notice that at all? I mean, it it got it got cold. Um, so. Uh, now apparently we're back to we summer. Got a, so. We got in a good fourteen mile ride that day, and so we were warm. I didn't. I it wasn't until James had texted me about something and mentioned something about the snow. I'm like, what? Yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> oh, it was it was cold. Wow. Yeah, it got wow, it wow. got cold. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's past. Yes, it James, is. Do you have sure. A, yeah. Do you have a question. I hope I say this right. Taryn from Idaho Falls writes in and What's says, Taryn. Hi, We've Karen. heard about the camping out analogy analogy several times. We hadn't heard this before, and it's such a great teaching moment for our family and church family, actually. So thank you. Nice. 
it was something that you had mentioned, uh, what, maybe two weeks ago, Pastor? I was out. I wasn't in the studio that weekend. Okay. But you were mentioning that, hey, in this you're just camping out. You're, you're Obviously, oh, oh, we're preparing oh, 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 for eternity. Got it, got it. Okay, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sojourning, passing through, camping out. Yeah, this is camping out. Yeah. And but you know what's really really wonderful to me is is the relational connection the relational power we have in the Holy Spirit right. because the Holy Spirit is camping out with us, right? And so I, I love that you know. And I when you guys were you, you know did you guys ever do the camping in the backyard thing? Oh yeah, right. Especially you know if your dad was I mean, busy or something week, like that. But, but yeah, but yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> so but I remember that I remember when, when my dad would come and hang out with me in the tent, you know, in the backyard. That was the best thing ever, right? Just me and dad. And I was thinking, you know, when we were talking about the Holy Spirit, we're talking about our relationship to God and the Holy Spirit. And that picture that God tabernacles with us. I mean, the, the, he is actually with us in this moment, um, in this relationship that we have with God. And I, and I love that. So although I'm sojourning here and I'm in this tent, I'm camping out, I'm not camping alone. God is with me in that. And I love that. I love that. It must have been nice to have a dad like that. <laughs> We'd camp out in the backyard, and Dad would say, "And don't worry about that guy that escaped from prison. I'm sure he's not even coming this way." Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> wow. And periodically throughout the night, just make some noises in the backyard, and well, there you go, Ooh, Dad. Yeah. Anyway. So uh, that's a shout out to my dad. <laughs> Way to win that. One. You, you won that one, Dad. There you go, man. Hey, that's we've awesome. got a, we've got one. This is a repeat, and not a repeat. This is a response. Pardon me. Hey, from Teresa. Yo, Teresa uh, in Falls City, Nebraska. We we hey. answered a question for Teresa the other day. She says, "Hey, thanks for your kind response to my struggling with my faith. I appreciated your love and understanding, and your honest your honesty in suggesting that we all struggle at times." It feels so unique to me. So thank you. Uh, oh yeah. Is in her, in her previous statement, she talked about struggling with her faith, and um, she read the Bible uh, several times and prayed, and just like just felt like she was kind of stop and go. You know, like she'd do well and struggle and do well. So, and I remember our conversation. I think it was me, you, and Shane. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think so. And uh, she appreciated that. So anyway, Teresa, God bless you. And yes, we have all been there. Oh, and, and Teresa, probably more than you realize. I, I think the the more like the more I study, and especially right now, I, I'm I'm studying a lot of what would be known as well, pneumonology, right? The, the 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 Holy Spirit, right? And and what it the Holy who the Holy Spirit is, and and what that means to us. I want to make sure I said that correctly. Uh, and you know, I start to wonder, like, have how much of my life have I spent grieving the Spirit of God that lives right. in me, right? Because right. like God lives in me, and am I living in a way that pleases Him? Am I am I a home that is covered in the yuck and the graffiti of the world? And I was thinking about, you know, when Josiah, you know, said, "Hey, let's clean out the temple. Let's let's fix it. Let's get all the junk out, you know, and get back." And they end up going back to the Word and. And you start wondering, you know, how often is my home just full of junk? You know, if I filled the storehouses with, you know, my mind and my thought with stuff I shouldn't fill it with, you know, right. and, 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 and granted that kind of explains sometimes why a fundamentalist would say, Hey, don't listen to that kind of music. You know, it's like, what are you filling your mind with your eyes with? And you can understand the reaction. Right. And, and, and I think sometimes, you know, for us, it's like, wow, you know, am I living in that way that really pleases the Lord? So, Teresa, you're not alone at all. And this is why, yeah. too, I love the daily reading. Now, 
Oh, absolutely. Do you have to follow our plan? No, of course not. My goodness sakes. But if you don't have a plan, you know, it's like the old Zig Ziglar comment. If you don't have a target, you'll hit it every time. Uh You'll hit nothing. You know, have have something. And so I love our daily reading plan. And, um, you know, at our home, in our home, we have a saying, feed your faith before you feed your face. And so in the morning, it's like, start your day feeding your faith. Just get into the word of God. And it's so important. And, and like you said, Ty, the, the scripture, you know, does say that we can be surrounded with songs of deliverance. Right. And it is a bummer when uh, maybe perhaps we might have that tendency to surround ourselves with songs of bondage. And man, we just want to be so careful about that. If the music we're listening to, if the books we're reading, if the movies or programs we're watching on Netflix or whatever it is, if they're books, music, programs of bondage that are just like dark and ugly and ugh, then we're going to feel dark, ugly, and ugh. But man, yeah. we've got the word of God. We yeah. have the word of life. As I love you know, when Peter says, Lord, where else are we going to go? You alone have the words of life. Man, get into the word of God every single day. And especially this weekend coming up, you know, go to church, man. Get get involved in a good local church. Yeah, we're continuing Acts 2. We're actually going to be looking at what God has done for us. We're going to look at the gospel. What did Jesus do for right, us? Right. And and how does what how does that big picture tie in to who, how we respond to him? Uh, and I'm looking forward to that. I, you know, it's it's so beautiful. And then we we just keep cruising. And the, the book of Acts is so beautiful. It's the oh, mission man. of the church. I There's so it. much there. I love it. I mean, it's we we get to see the first the first time they ever you know did any surfboarding. We get to see that you know towards the end of Acts. But yep. you know, it's like they grabbed each grabbed a board and they you know they they went into went in on the surf. I didn't but, even know you could surf Malta, but you know, hey. uh, yeah, I didn't either. But uh, you know, so. <laughs> So people yeah. everywhere going what? what? Yeah, it's okay. You've got to come to Bible study. That's right. you'll, you'll figure it out. I, when you come I, to Bible I study. do feel bad for people that live in an area where maybe they're not too close to a good Bible believing, Bible teaching church. Uh, try your hardest to find one, but if you don't, I mean, check man, us out online. On, yeah, we're yeah. online. Yeah. You know, yeah. check us out. So. Yeah, someone yeah. talked to me just this last weekend. Uh, it's a great group of ladies having a conversation in the fellowship hall, and. Uh, they were talking about the Holy Spirit and asked about your teaching, Pastor Ty. And I said, well, you can go to the YouTube page and look up Water Springs, Idaho Falls, and you find all his past messages. And they said, what? <laughs> they, were so, they were so blown away yeah. that you could get all the past messages. And I was so excited to share that piece of the modern little, technology. Little, little piece of technology, <laughs> yeah. We do live, we live in a world where uh, that, that, that's just real. You know, we live in a world where we can... Uh, you know, all we don't make CDs anymore. I mean, Dave and I, we we used to ma- have to make master cassettes. And I then, just I just spilt living water here. Yeah, so you guys keep that. talking. Yeah, I'm we're gonna, gonna go grab some you go, Yeah, so Gary's got you hooked up. You know, Gary Gary saw the rain. At least it was just water. There was uh, yeah, it wasn't coffee today. Yeah. So yeah, there was a chair that was baptized with coffee one day. Uh, yes. Oh, and, and it was, chair, it was shifted around to Dave's spot just for fun. <laughs> but then Abby and Hannah came in and recorded an episode and, and into a couple minutes, uh, Abby said, I don't know what's going on. And apparently the, the coffee hadn't dried yet. Oh no. My bad. Uh, My bad. That's, oh, that's, we're owning that one on the air. <laughs> I am. So, 
So, Dave, you know what? I'm I'm glad you got the water cleaned up. I think that's that's good. So, you know, it's uh, it's all it's all right. Sorry. Oh, that's all good. Hey, so listen. One of the things that we do on a regular basis is we do encourage you to go to WaterSprings.net, check out our Bible reading. Uh, today we're in Acts 22. We're in Proverbs 20. We're in Psalm 7, uh, and we're in Jeremiah 5. But it, you know, in Jeremiah 5. It's such a. It's I. I love Jeremiah. It's such a great passage, and but all of Jeremiah is such yeah. so wonderful. But one of the things about Jeremiah, you know, Jeremiah really helps us understand. You know, when you think about you know Jeremiah one five, you know, you think about some of these things. You know, um, God God considers life in the womb precious because He knows that life, and so that's something that we stand for. And so right. you know, we we really do believe that's important. But the Bible teaches us these things that we believe, and that's that's what's really sweet about you know going through the Bible is the Bible is what leads us and helps us understand who God is. We don't worship, we talk about the Bible a lot around here. We do not worship the Bible. We worship the living God, and the Bible teaches us how to worship him. And so we encourage you guys. Hey, Can I make a, your Bible, a real you know, quick so. admission? Yeah. I, am, I admit that I'm actually grateful that we don't have prophets that do the things Jeremiah and Ezekiel, some of these guys did, where they actually acted out the prophecy. <laughs> oh, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I, I think know. it would be a little weird to come to church and there's some guy laying on the sidewalk out here in his BVDs with a skillet, you know, cooking his food over a sterno or over a, mush, a, 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 a meadow muffin or whatever, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? Oh, God gave me this prophecy, man. I got to act it out. I'm like... Thank you, God, that those days seem to be in the past. I kind of uh, am glad for that. Yeah, I am. I am too. Uh, I am glad for that. Occasionally, we run into somebody who who feels very, very strongly about how they're supposed to act and respond to the Lord. Uh, but I think I have to come back to God is not the author of confusion. You know? Right. And 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 one of the things that I I have discovered recently, and like we were talking about, and we got distracted by the water, but I it's okay. Baptize the table. It needed to be baptized, Dave. Uh, it's, but it's clean. Now. It's clean. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's clean in two ways. Uh, you know. But, oh my goodness. But uh, you know, we have to be really careful of the cult of higher criticism. Right. Um, where we go through and we we allow these highly educated people to to tell us that the Bible is not the word of God, that, well, Moses didn't write, you know, Moses didn't write uh, the Deuteronomy. He didn't write Genesis. He didn't write Moses wasn't part of that. Well, then Jesus didn't know what he was talking about because Jesus said he did. Um, and, and so, or, you know, you, there's two or three Isaiah's there's, there's I no know. way Daniel could be written, uh, had to be post exilic. And then you start having guys saying, well, the Psalms are not written by David and they're, they're all post exilic and all this other stuff. And what you have to understand is, and I, I, it, it was, it was, I think it was, um, uh, Roberts who said, um, listen, you have to be aware of the cult of higher criticism. And higher criticism and the, the word cult, what, what people don't understand, the word cult actually also means worship. And so you have to be careful of the worship of higher criticism and allowing, allowing people to come in and say, well, that's not really, you know, the Bible really can't be trusted and it's really not the word of God. And Wasn't there and someone else who one time said, hath God really said? I'm trying to think. Oh, yeah. No, that was the devil. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Uh, right. And that's, that's right up front. Right. Uh, and it, it is, it's frustrating. You know, Dave, you, you, you and I have talked about the fundamentals. We've talked about the, those, those, those works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I went ahead and I found them 
and um, from I, Lyman Stewart. No, the, well, these this is this is a collection by R. A. Torrey. Oh, by Torrey, yeah. And so this. Well, R. A. Torrey and Lyman Stewart were both. Uh, yes. Very active in the establishing of Biola University, as mm-hmm. well as I think someone that James was related to was your great grandfather, great great grandfather. Yeah, yeah, and and so that that's where that's where you start going. Hey, we we've we've been in some ways, and I've heard a lot of this when I was in school. I would hear these things in passing. It wasn't right. a focus for me, but it doesn't. So there's a difference between the higher criticism and lower criticism, and and so. This higher criticism, this this whole thing about like we don't we're going to convince you that the Bible's not written by who it says it's written by, and, and I just need to encourage you guys. Look, if you're if you're reading stuff like that, that's like you know that's like listening to bad music. Just back up, take a breath, and realize you can trust the Word of God, and the Word of God is is good. It's right. It is God breathed. Which is why and, you should be part of a good local church. I'm yeah, just, Bible I know I'm, church, beat, yeah. I'm beating the string to death, but. I feel yeah. so strongly in these last days, people have got to get plugged into a good local church or you're going to find yourselves hearing that kind of junk and thinking, oh, well, maybe that's right. No, it's not. Find a good local Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church with a pastor who is committed to sticking with the Word of God. Man. Yeah, because that's all we got. Right? So, hey, listen. <laughs> hey, yeah. Hey, listen, we're out of time for today. You're loved, your family. God bless you. Hey, send us a comment, question, Pastors Live at the Rev.fm. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at the Rev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast.